Hey guys, welcome back. King Listener Reviews. We got a jam-packed episode today. We got three reviews we'll be doing. Um, one from Nothing More, one from All of Sulphur, featuring Howard Jones. They just dropped an amazing album. Listen to a good bit of it throughout the week. Um, but they are definitely a band through the deathcore scene. That's definitely changing the entire dynamic, the flow. There's even clean vocals. Uh, and then we're going to also review Attack Attack's new song. Uh, have not listened to any new Attack Attack. You know, last thing from them I've like listened to is when we were listening to Bro Ashley's here, Sticky Stickly, you know, the old Crab Core days. Um, so we're excited on those ones. And I'm also as well excited to see the new direction that they're in. Because I don't believe there's any original members, really, besides maybe like an instrument, instrumental guy, maybe a drummer, you know. But that's all That's all just an assumption. And then we'll talk on uh, another release from Currents that they uh, gave us this week. All four of their songs that they've dropped for that album have been amazing in their own unique way. So I'm really excited for all that. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. And then plenty of other albums drop. Barry Tomorrow, who John said that he has listened to religiously. And it was just what? You said released? Like yesterday? Today? Yesterday? Yeah. So I've listened to it three times since it came out. And so it, that tells me I already know that that shit's fire. So yeah. I, gotta just, I still got to check that out. Uh, but yeah, man, it's going to be a fun one today. Uh, back to the normal reviews, which is going to be nice. I'm excited because I feel like we're going to have three completely different genres being reviewed today uh that would be my take before we get into it i guess um my foreshadow of what i'm expecting i'm expecting three different genres each yeah. single one so it's gonna be fun nonetheless and i luckily got to come home today to do this episode it all worked out uh for me gearing us up in the next week's big show with uh lj and yeah i'm super excited john Tell me about it, baby. What we got? Yeah. Oh, we have so much stuff to go through and everything. Because the Nothing Nowhere, it's like, it's interesting to see uh, Will Ramos go out of like the normal metalcore stuff to be on like a pop punk type album. It'll be nice to relive high school, essentially. And then, of course, speaking of Will Ramos, you actually got to meet him, apparently, and got to see him yesterday. Which sounds oh, awesome. Yeah, I was excited for this to be brought up. Okay, so yeah, so I went and saw Lorna Shore um on their first their first show of this uh pain, I think it was the, the Pain Remains tour two. And um it was a six hour drive for me to go there out to New York. We had it all planned out and um I don't know. My my wife, she tells me I get I just get lucky. I think I think it's not so much luck as much as it is you just kind of look you look and see your opportunity, your windows of opportunity, right? So we went out and um I believe it was Boundaries who Caitlin's a huge fan of. She's actually seeing them Monday. We were talking about it last night. And uh yeah, so Boundaries is playing at this point and I look to my right and I like, I had to double take. I'm like, what the? Like, yo, that's fucking Will Ramos, dude. <laughs> Look at my buddy. I like shake my buddy. I'm so, I'm excited. I'm like, yo, it's fucking Will Ramos. 
he's like, oh shit, like go, you know, go say, go say hi to him or something. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so I start, <coughs> so I started getting like really nervous, more like anxious, giddy, you know. And I just go up, I go up to the gate because he's behind the gate on the side, and I'm like, well, well. And he was like, of course, you know, all happy. He's like exactly what you see in every video he does. Always like in a good, extremely goofy mood, you know. So I got to see him. I didn't get a picture with him, though, which I, I totally regret. But I got to talk to him. It was a lot shorter than I expected him to be, I must say. But short kings live strong, my friend. But that was surreal, man. I, like, I was like a little kid on Christmas getting his Xbox that he's been begging for for years for mom and dad, dude. Like. And then to add to that, as well as meeting Will, I also met Austin, the drummer. I met the bassist. It, it was funny how I met the bassist. I'm not even going to say, like, I really met him. I didn't really introduce myself or nothing. I was just walking through the crowd, uh, like, past the bar. And I just, I caught a glimpse of him. I'm like, oh, holy fuck, you dude. You're the, you're the bassist for Lauren and Shore. He's like, yeah, I am the fucking bassist for Lauren and Shore. What's up? And then he like kept walking and went fucking <laughs> backstage. And like, oh, it was so funny. And then uh, David uh, Benitez, I think is how you say his last name. I'm not 100% sure, but we'll just say that. So, yeah, I met him. He's a guy on TikTok that I've been following for a long, long time. Um, he, he explains to people who don't know how to scream, how to scream. He's also in a band. And uh, well, long story short, I, I just came from the bathroom and my buddy's waiting there, like right beside me outside, kind of right by the bar. And I look over and I'm like, oh my holy fuck. And then I just ran right up to David and I started talking to him. And ah man, it was insane because he's just like, an, he's a normal dude. Like, you know, you and I, anybody that's there who just used his platforming to gain traction okay and this guy has like went out with ice nine kills motionless and white um we came as romans he's went out with all these bands on on stage to go do like songs with them uh alpha wolf he did it with fit for a king he did it with like it's insane so i got to talk to him i asked him about like who's favorite um whose favorite artists were to work with. And just like, I, I just thanked him for being like a good presence within the community because that he's like a prime example of like the work that you put forth or put into, I guess your craft. It, it shows you how far you can really get with a passion. Right. And, um, you know, so we exchanged a little bit of contact here and there, uh, Instagram as well. And then he told me, and I, I regret this because I got right out of there as the concert ended. But he said, hey, man, you know, like, I would love to do a video with you, like, if you're cool with it after the show, uh, where we work on a new technique that you don't know how to do or, you know, you learn how to scream, right? And I was like, oh, dude, like, fuck yeah, like, if you're, if you're serious, like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, like, I'll be, I'll be, like, right over here. I think it was right, right where we met. He's like, yeah, I'll be around here. Right at the end of the show, and then once everybody gets out, I'd love to go outside, do a TikTok with you, and then everything. 
I also told him about how you and I, we have this podcast we started, and I'd love to have him on. There's so many questions that I have not told you that I asked. Uh, like, there was just so many things, and he was all he was all about it. But, yeah, I, like, I almost, like, forgot about it until after it was too late and I left the venue. I was like, mm. dude, but, yeah, man, I was excited. I was so giddy. Such a nice dude. I got a picture with him, and uh, he gave me a QR code uh for his um like his vocal coaching it's like 30 percent off x amount oh nice yeah so i definitely am gonna definitely check that out because i've been on the fence about it for a while because i'd love to learn how to do it better but you know either way he was a very personal guy and so is will will's exactly what you expect him to be everything that you guys see online is exactly how will is and i mean I got to give these guys credit because, like, they probably have, you know, drunk guys like me, you know, walking up to them all the time when they get a chance. And I guess the patience involved that goes into it uh, is probably an acquired taste that you have to gain, right? But zero ignorance on either side. And, man, Lorna Shore, you know, that was a, that was a stacked lineup. It was uh, Boundaries, Brand of Sacrifice. Shadow of Intent and um, Body Snatcher with uh, Lorna. And all it was one of the best. It was at the Empire in uh, New York, Albany, New York. It was one of the best sounding venues I've ever been at inside. And every single band was amazing. There was, of course, crowd killers there. I knew that going up towards, you know, up towards New York, New Jersey, and like Philadelphia. <laughs> That's a thing, dude. Um, and I, I only—I feel like only people from around me that go to metal shows would know around Pittsburgh. <clears throat> you know, the, the crowd killing is just different. I mean, we had this one dude that literally was – there was so – you know, there's normally a circle that builds around a mosh pit, right? Of course, you got the people on the outside. This dude was literally jumping everybody – over top of them on the side of the pit where everyone's chilling and just punching people in the fucking head. Like, literally. And then doing those stupid samurai ninja kicks in the middle, spinning his arms around, just elbowing people in the face on purpose. It was actually really cancerous. But oh, yeah. No, that that stuff is like... Not, nonetheless. Not. Nonetheless, it didn't take anything away from the show. I wasn't going to let myself get worried or bothered by somebody that's going to act like that. You know, you want to be a tool bag, that's fine. Uh, I get it, but Lorna sure, dude, I'm telling you guys, if you haven't seen them yet, try to catch them on this tour. All bands were great. Um, but I, I have to say like, they have to be on your list to go and see because the, the, the musicianship like plays through, like it it just bleeds. And then will it's so effortless on stage. The sound quality, there's nothing like it's not just noise. You hear every individual aspect of every instrument, including the bass. You know everything you hear. Uh, you know, and they opened up the they opened up the show with an ass beater. Welcome home, oh sleeping dreamer, or welcome back, oh sleeping dreamer, dude. That song is an ass beater, man. And I could not, I could not help myself but get excited. And I started like a little, <laughs> I started like a little pit around me, and we had fun. And they played eleven songs. Each one was good. They played Soulless Existence, 
which was a song for one of the first times that they've played. And then, of course, they ended it with To the Hellfire and Mother, dude, when I tell you, I wish I wish I have the video on my phone, which I'm going to have to send to you. But, bro, when he did like the chorus where it's like Ezreal guiding me beyond the veil, habitual, bro, the entire crowd is just nuts, dude. It is so ear piercingly loud. Uh, but, yeah, man, all, all in all. I'm very happy. It was a really good trip, all in all. And like I said, yeah, sure, I might have got lucky or I just, you know, wasn't afraid to maybe step out of my comfort zone and just go introduce myself to these guys that I look up to. So it was really awesome. It's something that I'm always going to remember. And just like yet again, it's just another memory that I'm going to always have cemented with me. So I'm really happy. And I made sure that this time <laughs> that uh, I did not get wasted. Like I did the first time I seen him, because I got I got wasted the first time I seen him, and I I mean I remembered it, and I have videos, but it was like I never got to really take everything in, so of course the tears flew through, you know, during the pain remains and all that stuff during Dancing Like Flames, but I don't care, man. Shows are where you can be yourself. That's true. Where you can let your emotions run free, you know. Music's been there for almost every single one of us. And every every facet of our lives, whether it be happy, sad, ang- angry, disappointed, there's something for us to go and listen to that no matter what's never going to put us down in any way, you know? So that, like, yeah. that trust of being able to open up, you know? So it's a nice thing. But, yeah, all in all, it was an amazing trip. And I would I would do it again over and over yeah. and over again. And, like, if, if there's a way that when I'm home – here in a week for my two weeks off. If they're at another show that's like six hours away, I would not hesitate to go see him again. That's it's awesome. Just, it's such a surreal experience being there and just feeling the energy. So I'm glad that you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, no, because it's a, it sounds awesome. Because it really is like, I miss going to shows. Shows for me were always expensive because I break my glasses at every other show, <laughs> which was always like a thing. Because what is it? One time, um, I went to see Andrew WK at a small venue like years ago. This would have been like 15 years ago or something. And I was on the side of the stage trying to avoid the pit and everything. Like I'm just on the side and he comes over and reaches out his arm for me. So I reach out my arm thinking he's going to go for a high five or something. He grabs my arm and yanks me on stage, pulls me to the middle and then throws me into the crowd. And I broke my glasses. Because I didn't expect it at all. Like, you wouldn't expect him to be so strong. I mean, I wasn't, like, wasn't very muscular or anything, but you would not expect to be dragged onto stage by Andrew WK and then have him physically throw your body into the crowd. <laughs> Jesus, lover, dude. He's like, <laughs> he literally abused you. <laughs> it was wild, though, because two. So I got thrown into the crowd. So my glasses, of course, went straight down to the ground. But like everyone was crowd surfing me. So I couldn't like stop people. To play. I love was, that. I love that like, so much. Yeah, it was one of the wildest times. And like, it's funny because growing up, my dad always says, like, if you're ever in trouble, like, call us. Like, we'll like. We'll pick you up or whatever. So I never in high school, never, ever asked to do that. 
and stuff. So this is like the one time where at the end of the night, like I'm wearing my prescription sunglasses that are extra dark and tinted. So I can't see anything outside. <laughs> and I'm like, not in the best mental space. Cause it's like a sketchy venue in Harrisonburg that got shut down later for underage drinking. And I was like, I called my dad. It's like one in the morning. And I was like, Hey, like I broke my glasses. Like I need a ride home. And my dad's like half asleep. And he was like, do you really need a ride home? And I was like, what? He was like, like, do you really need a ride home? Or is this something you can do on your own? And I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> and just drove home in the darkest tennis sunglasses, just hoping no one would pull me over. Because <laughs> I was like, it was just like really a wild time. But guess what? There's two things. But one, did you die? <laughs> I know. That's what it, that was but the did best you die? Part. I was like, this was just, his, he was like, do you really need a ride home? And I was like, That's okay. Me. It's like, it's like, I'll do anything for you, bro. Anything. And then you, you bring it up. Like, Hey, I need this. Ah, you know, like, it's like, no, it's late. Gotta, I'm busy right now, man. That Andrew WK show was like, it was one of the best shows. So I'm going to get back into seeing shows. Cause ideally, hopefully you can come out here June 6th, see Beartooth and Trivium would be. That's already that's already uh train that's live in motion, show. my friend. Yeah. Cause I think yeah, that's that already be a train that's time. in motion. But yeah. Um I so. what what else was I gonna say? Oh, um it was added on to your story. So that's like that's what's the best that's the best thing about um like these shows is that it's something that you're never gonna you're never gonna forget. Like you're always gonna have a memory of some sort kind of linked to every single show you've went to in a sense. Like unless it's one that you really didn't want to go to at all and you hate everybody that's there. Which I mean, more power to you. No. <laughs> but like no matter what, I feel like if you have a list of every show you've been to, you're gonna be able to kind of pinpoint something that happened that you're always gonna remember that you just might not have had your phone for it or record or this or that. Yeah. It's like, you know. No. It's an awesome thing, and that's actually really funny because I have glasses too. I'm blind as shit without them too. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and I'm always hesitant to go into the mosh pits because every in time they somehow get knocked down. And it was the oh my god, what show was it that I went to that this happened? I it was actually the last Lorna Shore concert, is what it was. When I saw them in Pittsburgh, lost my glasses, they fell on the floor. I'm blind as shit, dude. I'm legally blind without them on. So I lose them. And I'm like freaking out. I am moving anybody that's near me like out of my zone of like where I think it'd be like about six feet either way in a 360 degree circumference. And I ended up finding them, but I ended up getting fucking stomped on and scratched to <laughs> hell. And I'm still wearing them right now. I'm not going to take my glasses off to show you, but they are scratched <laughs> as fuck on the bottom. I'm so lucky because if I <laughs> I had to drive back that night, and yeah, I would not have been able to. No, I'm like. I'd have been like this. I think I'm going to get some prescription sports goggles before the show. So <laughs> yeah, that way I can really go get into some the thing. Specs. Yeah, get the like full on full contact rugby goggles. But no, there's so many good shows back in the day. And the pit was always fun, but it was a dangerous thing because it's like breaking your glasses is not like not always the best time. Another time I broke my glasses car surfing, so I was just not a very smart glasses person. I just look smart. 
Because <laughs> <Okay, laughs> <So> I'm just. <laughs> well, dude, it, it is weird though. So like, if you, if you go to like a lot of concerts and you travel around, the like the area that you're in really the, like kind of de- depicts the 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 pit, <laughs> like. It's, yeah. it's it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Like, uh, I mean, yeah. I've traveled out of state for many shows before, and um, like Boston, we I did one in Worcester at the P- P- Palladium. Oh Palladium, yeah, the Palladium. Yeah, I think is what it is. Yeah, I went out there and buddy, man, those guys out in Boston, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're 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 a different breed too. But it's not it's nothing like crowd killing. But they're they're funny when they get all worked up. They're acting. <laughs> <laughs> and ripping out. I actually saw it there. That was the first fight I ever seen at a metal show. Right up front. It was right there by it. It was two chicks. Don't even uh this one girl was like hanging out on my buddy Tommy. She apparently had a boyfriend. Nobody knew this. You know, she sure as shit didn't make it known. And then her like one friend or something called her out about it. And then they just started fuck. Ripping hair, but like just punching each other, dude. And it was funny because the girl that actually started the fight lost the fight. It's actually <laughs> funny as hell. And my buddy Tommy, it was his first metal concert, and he's like all ang- he's an anxious wreck. Some like he was an anxious wreck there. He didn't know what to expect, and he's just watching this like, what the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> like freaking out. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, the the trip was great though. I had fun and I can't wait because May is going to be stacked full. I'm going to be going to like five, five shows back to back. I mean, I got, yeah. I got August Burns Red. I got Chelsea Grin the next day. Then I got Spirit Box a day and a half or two days after that. And then I'll be seeing Currents. And then there's another, there's another band I can't remember for the life of me right now. So I'm going to see, but either way, that's going to be just five in the first two weeks of May that I'm going to see. So it's going to be a nice little birthday present for myself as well so and then june with you in texas so you know we'll uh we'll change the subject back to these reactions we'll take oh, a listen yeah we'll, Ramos, we'll take a yeah. listen and uh get involved and see what we think of these new tunes yeah so back to the thing so void eternal came out by nothing nowhere and it's interesting because it's like pop punk but they have a bunch of like features on there that are interesting of course there's like freddie dread and silverstein that's like standard cu space cowboy will ramos static dress census fail under oath so it's like throwback to high school that's you know, incredible that specters yeah. involved yeah so it's I'm just surprised like that band's still around they've been they've been ripping for a while they're from yeah. florida too pretty sure so it's a lot of good stuff there are you ready for it? Yes, sir. Let's go. This one is called Tragedy, correct? Tragedy with a three because it's it's like um, music for e-boys. That's, that's fucking metal. Yeah. It's metal or just like an emo girl in Get a big pop punk vibe here. <laughs> it's literally every song you heard in high school of like. Yeah, I'm getting a big pop like, punk vibe here. Yeah. Fueled by Ramen, which I actually think did the music video possibly. So that might be an extra bit of trivia because we've talked about them. 
Sounds a lot like that young blood guy. Never yeah, guess. yeah. Young blood since this fail. Yeah. This is really bringing me back to this early 2005 thing. Yeah. screams with will towards the end man that was fucking that was pretty interesting how that um that song goes into that um but it, it sounds like your typical pop punky kind of song you know in the beginning yeah. and then uh very good catchy chorus that grabs your attention pretty pretty significantly and then you had a uh, again, it was kind of like a data remember feel, but not a data remember. Yeah, best way I can explain it. Like there was the pop punk elements there, then the metalcore elements, and then like the breakdown was good. And I like how they closed it with a breakdown rather than the chorus, yeah. which is a little different than most of the um, songs that we're hearing today. So that was nice. That was pretty. That was pretty creative, especially bringing a guy in like Will. Uh, for that specific sound, it was pretty pretty cool, actually. I must say. Yeah, I think it was a good mix of everything. Like it was definitely, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think a, a part of it, like you said, it's definitely sounded somewhat formulaic. Like it's interesting to, um, like it's interesting to see like the sounds of like what I loved in high school coming back now of like people recreating that sound and everything. Yeah. It's yeah. like, like a part of it reminds me a little bit of kids on TikTok making vines, like remaking vines that were really funny, like seven years ago and remaking them with like newer, like things, but it's the same general skit. 
But yeah, I think Will did really well. And you almost got a hint of his clean vocals and stuff like that. I thought we were going to. I feel like on, whenever they come out with a new song, being Lorna Shore, we're going to get something like that. I've okay. been wondering that. Will they actually do it? Or I know because some people have been talking about, they call it the metalcore trap, where bands start to add in clean vocals of like, people are complaining about August Burns Red doing that. I was reading. Oh my god! You always find people fucking doing that, though. I mean, why are you destroying your voice? Look at all the hate that uh, Whitechapel got when they did it. Now all of Sulfur just did it on this album. So you know, you can't please everybody, unfortunately. But still, I think it's cool. I think there's very, very, very fucking clear uh, difference between metalcore and deathcore, though. So yeah. You know, to each their own with that with that opinion. When did uh, you rank that song? Uh, it's hard because uh, <laughs> pop punk is one of my least favorite genres. The only, <laughs> the only. I know I sent you a video one time, and you're like, "Dude, my brother would like this, but I don't." Yeah, Shout it was out Braden. It was current style. Current style, yeah. Um, no, it, it, it's funny though because contrad- it's contradicting as all hell because the Data Remember is one of my favorite bands ever. Mm-hmm. And they are literally pop punk from the from the heart, but yeah. the way that they do it in the metal cores just mm-hmm. so aside from that though, um what did I think of the song? Man, it was good. I would not have liked it if Will wasn't in it though. Yeah, I I wouldn't have. I, I, I thought there I should have, have been more Will. I think that would have been nice. I was like... surprised we got a second feature with him at the end with yeah. that breakdown. Yeah, Typically, that breakdown was features. pretty good. Typically, these features, you only get, you know, a 30-second snippet of whomever, and then it's the rest of the band. So, um, I, I, I'll, I'll just, I'm not even going to do an out of 10. We'll listen to all three, and I'll rank them from worst to best, or best to worst. <laughs> Let's do it. Are you ready for up Salford? Yes. Uh, I'm, what I'm, was, I'm uh... excited for this one. I, I've seen these guys live. Dude, uh, God, I can't remember what it's fucking name it was, it was just talking about him the other day either way yeah. dude he is the deathcore version of tim from as they lay dying dude <laughs> like oh yeah big fucking son of a bitch dude what was the name of this song i'm just playing um this one is called wide open with uh howard jones dude what if it was arms wide open and it was a cover of creed <laughs> this is where the, the good ideas are starting to hit my brain Dude, I would love it I would love it if this was like a Rick roll it's, it's just Creed wide open <laughs> Imagine if this was a Rick roll, bro Oh man I would dig it Oh shit, here we go
not being beaten uh, today. No, that is like that's not being beaten, guys. Yeah, that's not gonna be beat. But oh fuck, (laughs) dude, the vocals so good, man. Oh yeah, that was nice. And every time that you hear Howard again, even with Flight the Torch. Anything that he does when he uh, does features with anybody, it's it's always like, Dad, you're back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it feels like for, you know, huge metalheads because he was typically the forerunner for a lot of people. Uh, well, not unfortunately, just he just was. You know, that's, a, that's an undeniable truth with this. So having a band like Off Sulphur go out of their zone, I guess, to get Howard involved with this, uh, was awesome nonetheless. Uh, God damn it, dude. The the, the disgust. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I couldn't contain myself. I had to chuck a Zen can at the wall so I didn't punch my monitor. That was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was incredible. No, that was incredible, was... dude. The, the, the music video, Um, I love how creepy and uncomfortable. Yeah. It It is. You know, I love that. I love I love that a lot. And uh, his, um, he's got like a snotty, throaty high. Uh, it, it flowed very well, I must say, you know, for what Howard does. And then to be thrown into something so brutal is almost like, whoa, like, how do you do that? But God damn, man. Kudos to you guys at Off Sulfur. That's one of the songs I refuse to listen to because we had talks of talking about reviewing it so never did get the chance but man just yeah. like just like expected man they had high demand and a high uh expectation for this yeah. whole album as a whole and brother it was matt and that's a good song that's a very good song yeah. john what did you think i mean hell oh, I, I was I, I was disgusted at a stink face the whole time <laughs> I, I loved the different ways that they did the chorus. Each time signature was different almost. Yeah. No, I, it was great. Like instrumentals were nice. The vocals, of course, were so good. And I do love the mix of like Howard's voice is just really great to hear. It's funny because um, Andy and I were watching something recently and she doesn't watch that, but like, listen to that much heavy music and it was uh fire from the gods or something and she was like you don't often see black singers for like heavier bands and i was like howard jones <laughs> she was like who's howard jones so i pulled up the end of heartache or whatever and she was like oh this guy's black i was like yeah he's like one of the most beloved metal singers of like all time of like most people if you hear howard's voice i would say his voice is very distinct the way that like will's voice is like Will's growls, I don't know how to describe it, but there is such clarity to it that, like, you know, it's him. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like that, that. It's that. Um, it's distinct. Yeah, like it's very like. So I thought it was good. The visuals. This will be a brief aside, a brief story of because we're just revisiting high school for me and like early college years. But the visuals reminded me of like a Rob Zombie movie, kind of like yeah, uh, what was creepy. it? Lords of Salem, which I actually saw in theater with one of my friends, we were delivering pizzas. And afterwards we went to see the midnight premiere and it's like this 
kind of like rundown regal cinemas and we go there we're the only people in the audience to watch a scary movie by yourself in like a theater where it's empty i was like and it's just a weird movie the whole trip it's visuals like that and everything and we get out and there's no one in the theater the staff had all left i guess they like let us into the thing and then just locked all the doors so they locked from the outside but like we when so we went out and it's raining and we already watched this creepy movie and just adds to the yeah. dissonance yeah no it did and then we get in to my friend's car and his windshield wipers don't work so what we had to do is i took off my jeans and we put one leg through one window and one for the other and we both just like went up and down to keep the windshield clean with my jeans <laughs> keeping the windshield like from getting too rainy it was also one of those moments where you're like thank goodness no one else was on the road at 2 a.m because we're just like there and I'm just like awkwardly because then I got out of the car afterwards and then realized that I had here with soaked jeans and just there in my boxers. And I was like, well, <laughs> this is the rest of my night. I'll catch you. I'll catch you next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was. But yeah. So the visuals definitely like brought back memories of that. But like Howard's voice is really great. Of it like, has never it has never changed either. Yeah. Like it, it's one of like probably I'd say is one of the most iconic voices. Like if it's one of those things where the, you had to like guess the singer, you would just have to hear like the start of a word. You could be like, that's Howard. Yep. Yeah. And that's, what's incredible about it too, because I mean, he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. And, and he still, has like, yeah. Still, still got extremely it. Extremely involved. So all in all, man, I'm really happy with uh, the direction. So, and you would say that that was better than the first song. Correct. <laughs> I mean, so I want to. I want to meet the guy that thinks otherwise. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not it's really. A free country, but yeah, don't. not really. Meet me out back. I just want to call. Yeah. Um, Mainly because I realize what it is. Is I mentioned it briefly during the Nothing Nowhere song. Is the singer just sounds like Young Blood? It's that like British kind of like. It was like it was like Young Blood who's done like singles with what's her name. I forget she did uh never mind uh but she like i don't know it was like young blood kind of that pop like rapper kind of like fake british punk with like senses fail that's what it is is you're like it's yeah it's, i just i i actually had a higher opinion of it before i listened to this song so i don't know how it's gonna be by the end of the songs i mean that and that's okay i it was it was it was good, you know. If that's the sound that you like or anybody likes, you know, True. That's cool. and that that's okay. It's kind of um, yeah. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from them. Sometimes you just got to break out your skinny jeans, put on your chucks, get out your studded belt. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get my <laughs> skateboard out to like want to listen to that again. Oh man, <laughs> no, I'm I'm never good at skating. It really, it honestly though, it was not that bad. It just True. it's just uh, the it's a tip it's a typical sound. Um, yeah, I like these these uh, bands that are all coming out here doing all these different things. You know, like the Spirit Box is the yeah. uh, to the Hellfire with one ashore, the uh, Electric Callboy. They're bringing in such a different. I, I mean, how even Sleep Token. Oh, bringing Sleep in such Token a. They're bringing in. It. They're bringing in such a different um, sound and progressive movement within uh, the sound of music of the we'll say quote unquote respective genres, which then like we touched on last week, you just expect so much more when you listen to something 
but we've been so we've been so like gift or we've just been so lucky lucky to be gifted um all these cool things so the expectations are always super high and they're super hard to it's super hard to meet them yeah. uh, if you're not bringing in something different so when you you are doing a song that's a typical we'll just we'll just say pop punk or a typical metalcore song we've heard it we've heard it a, a lot and it's just the, just the new style it's just it's taken over and it's taken yeah. over fast and uh you know that, that could be a good thing and that could also be a bad thing i don't know if anything i think it creates more creativity for anybody yeah. that's writing music because it opens up your mind like hey you know you have to stand out like you can't let's just... throw yeah let's throw in a jazz break here i mean i know that we yeah. got nothing but blast beats and slam for it let's throw in like a like a crazy a crazy jazz break dude I yeah. think that'd be crazy. And then you throw it in, you're like, holy fuck, what the hell? You yeah. know, because like, no, that, that's, that that's the dynamic. That's the dynamic that's been created. Yeah. A lot with music now. So <clears throat> it's hard for these artists to come out with something that's so so grabbing that it grabs yeah. you by the nuts. And you're just like, whoa, holy shit, I've never heard this before. Yeah. Cause that's the main thing. It's like I like that variety and everything. Like, I would say, I know we've already talked about them, but we have to talk about them again. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Sleep token. Okay. (laughs) I'm saying that it's like, it's like, has that groovy factor to it that, like, it's like metal that's like good sex music. Like, it's just really really like, it has that kind of like sensual kind of like. I call it sex core. Yeah. Sex core. That's 100% what it is. I don't even have a sex playlist. Excellent. You know, Versace on the floor by Bruno Mars and everything from Sleep Tokens on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's no. true. But yeah, they're, they're they're on my playlist. <laughs> the Benfeld Boner Jams. Oh man, this episode's going to get more and more unusable by the end. <laughs> Just like I realized that video had like a parental advisory on it. So now I want to come up with like a sex name that's cool for me. Like I mean, fuck, yeah. my last name sounds like penis. I could make no. I'm saying out of it. here's what it is. Are you ready for it? This yeah, is my crowning achievement. Cam's clam jams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crass, but it's good, man. I'm getting it. <laughs> No, I'm like, <laughs> but you're, yeah. fucking, you're fucking on one right now, and I'm loving yeah. it. No, I'm loving I'm, it. I'm on fire. It's like <laughs> we're 48 minutes in, and it's like this is good. So <laughs> I would definitely, I would say that that was like because Howard's on it. I'll give it a 9.5. 9.5. 9. Um, I'm I'm gonna stick true to what I said, and I'm only gonna compare all three singles versus one another and just do top one, two, and three. So this one's top one so far. And you said it probably won't be beat. I don't think it will be unless uh, I get like a remake of Sticky Stickly. That's true. Are you ready for (laughs) Attack Attack? Let's do it, baby. So that's the crazy thing is also it's interesting to you because I haven't heard much of their new stuff because they were on hiatus from 2012 to 2020. Like eight years is a long time to like not be doing stuff. But eight years is also a long time. I'm like, that's how basically how long Howard was in Kill Switch. And like, 
That stuff's amazing. I mean, you know, though, it just kind of shows you how much Attack Attack had to play into the it's scene true. that they're still relevant whatsoever. Even just the name, you already know. You're like, oh, whoa, Attack Attack, you know? Yeah. I, I will say this, though, uh, uh, to touch on the uh, Sulfur song one more time. There, there, it was like it was semi melodic, mm-hmm. even within its you know breeze and you know like that shit. I mean, it was still melodic, which mm-hmm. to me, I, I love it. I love melody. So okay, yeah, we'll give Attack Attack some of the time of the day because we're yeah. about running out of time. We're not uh, running out of time. We're just uh, getting uh, started. Uh, uh, <laughs> the party's just getting started. We're actually going to go for four it. singles. We're going to listen to a very little known band at the end, possibly. Because it's always nice to give love to those bands that have like less than 200 subscribers on YouTube. Give them a shot. But yeah, this is Attack Attack. They have more than 200 subscribers. Witness the epic return. And what was this one? The title of this one? Out of Time. Out of Time. Last one. Not so far. You like it? Floppy. Yeah. I just have to pause it briefly that it's going to turn into a Nickelback song. It's already very close. <laughs> to say that it's like we're getting dangerously close to Nickelback. <laughs> Dude, when you as soon as you pause the uh, as soon as you pause this, I was sitting here. I was looking at my I was looking at like my Rick and Morty uh, mouse pad, and I'm like, this reminds me of something. Like I'm trying, I've been trying the whole time to put my, you know, the word for it. But yeah, you said you said a Nickelback, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah you know what? Maybe John's onto something because that's yeah, no, it's like. I don't know. The DEFCON scale kind of throws me off because I was going to try to say DEFCON 5 on the Nickelback scale, but I think that's a okay DEFCON. I think DEFCON 1 might be the worst one. So it's like DEFCON 2 of Nickelback scale. <laughs> I don't know. It's like up there. <laughs> Just get ready for it. I don't know where I'm going with that one. <laughs> So Nickelback is in the background, I'm pretty sure. I definitely, I definitely, I feel like it's going to be either into a chorus or it'll be a intro into a break now. Hopefully uh-huh. there's a breakdown. Here we go. You guys had a chorus. We're gonna get a breakdown. So I looked it up. 
the DEFCON scale, one to five, one is the highest state of readiness. Like that's like national emergency level. So I'd say for my Nickelback readiness state, that was definitely like a two. Like I was definitely, I felt like it's kind of like, you know, on if you ever did theater, how if someone forgot their lines, people would try to mouth the lines from like the side to like prompt them and everything. While they were performing that song, Nickelback was in the background, like trying to like give them coaching advice. <laughs> I'd like to know if Chad Kroger wrote that song. Oh man. Let's actually, let's check it out. I'm going to do some digging. So you would say that that did not surpass a sulfur song. Not even close. Oh, my Lord. Oh, whoa. Okay. Um, so I looked up Attack Attack, Chad Kroger. All it comes up is Nickelback singer being accused of attacking people <laughs> <laughs> and getting sued for alleged attacks. So he's a he's he is connected to one attack, but not attack attack. So <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, that uh. You don't want to talk gonna, about that song? Gonna, this is gonna come, yeah, man. It's gonna come off really ignorant, but uh, it's a waste of my time. That was our time. That was a waste of our time to listen to just just a remade Nickelback song. Okay, we're removing it from the studio. We're gonna go straight into a song <laughs> that no one's heard of. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm but actually I, gonna. Edit I really that. am. I'm really sorry. I'm gonna edit that down for you guys in post. Because though we're gonna stop where I briefly explained the Nickelback DefCon system, which, as we can confirm, actually it sounds like that Cam was bumped up to DefCon one. Or I guess we'll call it the DefCam system. Where it's Ooh, just like I like the DefCam. DefCam one is where you just refuse to listen to it. And you just leave the room. <laughs> you know that's that. That is exactly what I did. That, that yeah. is exactly what I did. <laughs> so I'm definitely like, going to cut that one down. Oh like, my gosh. Because that's I, what I was also thinking. I wouldn't even... <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude. I'm a, I'm a dick, dude. The deaf... I, I, the... Am, I am the epitome of toxic masculinity with no, metal steam. Holy shit. I'm well, the problem. John, no, I'm the fucking problem. No, you're not the problem. <laughs> no, that was honestly, like, I mean... Very clearly, like the Def Cam One system was kicked in, and from now on, if we ever have to describe something as like the, a Def Cam One situation where Cam has to leave the room, you guys understand that he's doing it for us. <laughs> so I'm just gonna skip a large chunk of that song and just chop it up into pieces. Chop it up to just <laughs> straight up. Why, why did Cam leave the show live in the middle? <laughs> oh, Fruit Ninja, the one where you, yeah. It's going to be like chopping it up like that. So this one is No Way Out by, I'm sorry, who is it? Not Enough Space? Not Enough Space. Okay, so. And yeah, so. I'm excited for this. This might be a palate cleanser. I hope this is good. Bad news, there's a video, a music video version of this one I need to download. Is that okay? We're I gonna, don't care. I'm going to do so much editing to this video tomorrow. I like this. The music video is really sweet, but... So already, here's what blows my mind. That came out 23 hours ago, 238 listens so far. And the music video, 611 views. That's crazy. We've had shorts that have gotten more views than that. Yeah, that's this is, like, I like this. this is, is this a girl singing? Well, I guess I'll see in the video. It has to be of like. 
Okay, I like this. <laughs> you you like just like when I couldn't contain myself and had to stop. I was like, this is this is Nickelback. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. Sorry, Nick. You suggested that one, but it's like it's just formulaic, man. I guess that's the part that like we should talk about that once we're back on air. But like there's been too much good stuff coming out to be able to waste time. You know? No, I mean you're absolutely right. I mean, it's unjustifiable at this point. We, we, um, yeah, you can't come out with fucking vanilla. Yeah. When I go to an ice, when I go to an ice cream shop and, you know, <laughs> uh, sorry, all we got is vanilla. Come on, man. Oh my God. You can't do that. I don't know why it's taking so long to download. I made so many mistakes. <laughs> the deaf camp system, though. Yeah, we're on Def Cam fucking five right now. I like this one. Oh yeah, this is good. Ooh, that's what oh my god, did we just come up with a new system that's better than any other ranking system? Def Cam. Like so I'll do one through ten and then you do the Def Cam system. A full five is something that you're like prepared to jam. Okay. And one is I you're like leaving that. the room. I fucking love that. <laughs> and you're like, ideally, people are like, you you want that five. It's like five stars, but even better. One star, you're not even going to get to hear the review or get or get an actual number. That was kind of like the Crown the Empire song we listened to. That's kind of where I was. I was on Def Cam 1. Yeah. So I could have left my truck and exited. I would have been like, huh. Here's, here's what you need to start doing, actually. So are you ready for this system? Yeah. We're, we're, we're codifying the Def Cam system right now. Is you'll... If a song's like that, just hold up one finger and like, or start out at like, it, when you're losing patience, a three means we could keep playing, but you are on high alert. And once it drops down to a one, it's like, let, we're calling it. The song is swerving. Because <laughs> that would be real funny to it. watch. <laughs> just be like, you're like, you're like, this is a three. And I'm like, oh my God. I love that three idea. Means, <laughs> three means you have. 30 seconds to change my mind about this song. I love that. And as I it drops down that. at the end of those 30 seconds, if we hit Def Cam 1, we're leaving it. Okay, so we're back into the system. Hacked into the Matrix. There we go. It is a girl.
Yes. <laughs> Get it, Queens. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That breaks the fucking... That yeah. beats the Def Cam scale. Yeah. So that is... I... I that to, was that was the best. That was the best one. I was That's about to say, I, was like, I didn't think you could beat Howard Jones today. I didn't. One, one, no way out. Two of sulfur. Uh, three tragedy. There's nothing nowhere. And uh, attack, attack. I'm sorry, but you're out, bro. You're not even you're gonna out. be listed. Um, true. That. Oh, what the fuck, dude? So it's what? a six-piece band out fuck? of Florida. And you know what's crazy? They're at, they're they have fifteen hundred monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah, we gotta get them. We gotta get, we gotta get yeah. them on, bro. That's yeah, that's incredible. No, that's like we need that. Like that that's was incredible. In the like the every like the all bell, the bell, yeah. the crab. Yeah. I, I grab I grab my <laughs> fucking guitar that I don't even know how to play and try to do a crab <laughs> dance, guys. What the fuck? Yeah, no, that was like it had everything you needed. And the nice thing is they mix it perfectly, so I didn't even have to mess with the volume. To like oh my god, dude, like, that like gave me oh god, that yeah, was so good. It was like I wrestled a bear. It's like I wrestled a bear once, had sex with Spirit Box, and had sex with Flyleaf, and then mixed with Paramore, and then be, had a fucking Ooh, baby. Flyleaf, I have not heard them in a while. Oh my god, that they're was they're so good. That was their incredible. Song with the most number of plays is called Loveless. And it has sixteen hundred or sixteen thousand six hundred eighty-one plays. They need to like there more people oh need to hear them. Oh my Nick, shout out to Nick. Nick, yes, you God recommended me. most of these songs. We'll forgive you for Attack Attack because you get funny. a you get a gold star, my friend. Yeah, today. this Nick. this where you're gonna get honorable mentions in this. That was incredible. Man. That was I did not expect yeah. that. I know. That's why I was like, once I saw there was a music video, I was like, that this won't do it justice. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I, I definitely knew that it was gonna be really hard to not do as bad as the Attack Attack song, in my in my mind. But fuck, <laughs> dude, that was. You didn't that, expect that even, it to be so good. That even took away of Sulfur's. That, yeah. I mean, that was that was beautiful. That was graceful. Yeah. That was different, and it's it's two girls. Uh, they have to be sisters. They have to be right. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they. Have I, I have no idea definitely need to dive into them man that was incredible that's that's on my phone right now hands down yeah. they're like, like really good i'm showing i am showing that band off that was so yeah. fucking good and i i know i just keep saying not that you guys space. gotta check this out yeah not enough space that's the rest of this episode is there's not enough space for anything else to talk about because they wow stole the show that and maybe one of the best like reactions that i've had in a long time yeah so you guys won't even notice this but we'll know is lucky for you guys we're going to cut down the tragedy song and we're going to definitely cut down the attack attack song we're going to spare you all but you'll know the reactions the def cam oh. one system is real when he leaves the room <laughs> yeah we, we have a new uh scoring unit um yeah based off of my reactions so yeah. That was a five. That was a steady five the entire time, which is the best case scenario. It's a great track. And then mother sure boy, we hit a six. <laughs> yeah. A surprise. 
literally so chill there is no readiness i wanted i wanted the crowd kill in my room i wanted to throw no i thought you were about i wanted to throw elbows at my boy has beulah back there checking me out (laughs) i like i'm I'm, oh fuck dude i'm showing my wife that oh definitely as soon as as soon as i get off this live i am waking her grumpy ass up and saying you got to check this out yeah this is incredible no, it thank was. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Nick. That was like, and just to remember, not enough space. Check them out. YouTube, Spotify. Oh, you guys got to give them love. That, that was yeah. awesome. If, if if their shit sounds anything like that song I just listened to, dude. Yeah. And that's the thing. They're, they're new stuff. It started back in 2020, it looks like. You know, like Incredible. That's, yeah, they're definitely like they're nailing it. Like that's really good. So I, yeah, I think that one was perfect. And overall, this this year is going to be really hard to rank. If we're coming up at the end of the first quarter, and it's like already we have solid contenders for album of the year. Of really solid, the new Currents EP, just incredible. And then of course, Barry Tomorrow, all day. Just listen to them. I'm definitely listening to that song. Except actually, I'm just going to start listening to Not Enough Space because there is, that really was amazing. That was incredible. I've never, I've been, I've been wanting that feeling of excitement and like, like the jaw drop, the, oh my, oh my God moment, the get up and move. Like I've been wanting that for so long. And I, ha- I have not got it, and that can, that got it out of me. So that's true. I'm extremely thankful for that. I'm extremely thankful for Nick. And yeah, these these little bands that are going unnoticed should not be. Yeah. And if this tells me anything, it's that I would rather take the risk for the reward that is gained with that because these yeah. these are these are the bands that are trying to get somewhere these are the bands that are trying to get out there and get known so that being said yeah that that was definitely the best single uh we've listened to yeah i think this entire show for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that was just really good that was really good i mean yeah. I, I know what to expect with the amity afflictions i know what to expect with you know a lot of these other bands you know, a band that I don't know that I'm going in blind. I don't know what to expect. So it's all you just, it's a guessing game. And so you get, so you get it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that is going to be my take on why that is going to be the number one one right now. But yes, like you said, Currents, uh, for some reason, it's an EP for a lot of people they're seeing. Caitlin mm-hmm. told me it was an EP. She's like, yeah. yo, Currents just dropped an EP. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Just another single. And then yeah. she sends me a screenshot of it, and it's an EP. I'm like, oh, that's that's weird, because like I'm on Apple Music, and it yeah. shows me the whole the whole album that it's just been re- each single's been released off of. But yeah, so um, that's that's the album to me that I think is going to take album of the year already. I do think that, but I haven't listened to Barry Tomorrow yet. Oh, I have not listened to so so good. And there I was some listen- other one. The Migrant listen- that came out. That was a real good song. 
I did not listen. Oh, 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 by Shadow of Intent. By Shadow of Intent. Yeah, Shadow of Intent. Yes, I did listen to the, that one. Yeah, they brought breakdowns back again. Yeah. And the music wow. video was like Halo 3. So oh, yeah, I know. Good. And everyone loves it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone loves it now. Yeah. Uh, they played it last night at the show, actually. It was really good. Oh, but, nice. And also, shout out Randy Smith. He's a, he said that Brand of Sacrifice put out one of his favorite songs, Dynasty. Best song of 2023, according to Randy Smith. Ooh, that's a hot take. That is a hot take. People had a lot of, like, takes about those. That is a very Matt hot Matt Whitling take. said best songs so far have been Tyler, the Creator, with the State Sale, Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia, Scaring the Hose, August Burns Red, Death Below. Their album's been Chelsea Grin, Suffer in Heaven, can't swim. Thanks, but no thanks. Little Yachty's Let's Start Here. Honorable mentions, Gorillas, Cracker, Cracker Island, Logic, College Park. So he likes to just throw these things in there that he knows are not in the theme of the show. Well, he, he is in the know, though. He is he in knows. the know. I'm in, so, a group yeah. chat. I'm in a group chat with them. That's true. And they're always dropping. Uh, like they know what's good. Random stuff into it, and I always check it out silently. I'm not. I'm not much of a guy that. I'm not good at replying. <laughs> That's true. It's I like, suck at it. I'm really bad at it. It's yeah. mostly because I don't have my notifications on. So Which is I good. See, see it through passing by. When I get onto it, I'll look, you know, I'll of course look at it. But other than that, I have no idea that I usually have messages unless yeah. like I said I'm on my phone. So. Uh, with that being said, though, Matt, I love his, I love his taste. Yeah. Every time Matt recommends something, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is probably going to be some fucking gas, Mike. You know? Yeah. So, I haven't listened to JPEG Mafia in a bit. There's stuff. Like, like Moth the Flame single was really fucking good. <gasps> so good. The, I what was like that one called? Uh, Paradoxical. Something. Um, it was called the. Predestination Paradox. Predestination Paradox. That was a really good one. And I would have loved to uh, review that one live, but it was released at midnight. I listened to it at 12.30. And Mm -hmm. I like like Moss the Flames a lot. Yeah. I I get like, I'm super defensive over that band. I hate, I hate, 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 hate how many people don't ever talk about them. It pisses me off, dude. And then you got these like little fanboys on Twitter that'll, you know, talk about their taste and everything, which is awesome. It's a good community. Uh, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I talk about like Monster Flames all the time. And then I just see somebody drop something about, oh, like Monster Flames, they've always been dropping bangers. Get the fuck out of here, dude. You definitely probably only know you won't be missed in GNF, bro. Which by the me way means give no fucks, but either way, like ah, man, yeah, I, I don't know. I get, I get, I get very defensive over that band. I really like them, and I think they've been underrated for a very, very long time. They come from Ohio, small town, and they're just oh, they blow me away every time they come out with something new, dude. It's so good, and yeah. that uh, that predestination paradox gave me such Polaris vibes, but it was like Moss mm. of Flames, dude. Just the guitar work. Yeah, all I thought about was hilarious you know and i just i loved it i loved it i loved everything about it everything that they've ever come out with dude i'm a huge fan of i have every single album on my phone from them i listen to them almost every day 
And, you know, so that was nice. So that was – that's definitely up there as a top single for – 2023 there's unjust there's undeniably no way to say which one will be the best though because it's a subjective topic but it has been an excellent year so far that's true we continuously say this we're just getting started and everything is just coming coming together so well it's true we have a lot of big things planned so we're wrapping up the episode but we have a lot of stuff in store so next week we're gonna have on. I've been keeping it a secret for too long. You should said his name at the beginning. I did. So they I did. That's, why I, that's why I'm gonna say. L.J. Fickenworth, friend of mine, he's from this area. He's from Pennsylvania. Toured around the world, around the country. Opened up for some of the biggest bands in the scene. Um, band Deathbed. Deathbeds has an amazing. Now, they haven't been around uh, for a while. They kind of got away from stuff, you know. But he's going to be able to give us the ins and outs of the scene and possibly maybe new music. Who knows? I'm hoping that uh, we'll find out when we talk with him. But I'm excited nonetheless. Good friend of mine. And like I said, it's it's a good band. It's a very good band. Their song Casualty is one of my favorites. It is always on any workout playlist I listen to. I'm just I'm very excited for uh, you guys to get to listen in on that where we get to interview LJ one on one and maybe even uh, maybe even listen to a single all of us and we'll all react and have a good time. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be an awesome time. John and I are extremely excited. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, we'll exit out here, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining yet again for another episode. Uh, It was a fun one. It was a really yeah. fun one. We found, out a really new, one. we found out a new uh, a rating scale. We found out that, you know, even though it's not cool to hate Nickelback anymore, you can still hate people that sound like Nickelback. That's <laughs> true. There can only be one. It's like, it's like um, the Highlander. But yes. yeah, but definitely guys, like, subscribe, and definitely check out Not Enough Space. Give them some love. Add them to your playlist. Like, that song was so good. Of it, it really was, guys. No way it, out everything keep keep sending them our way man because we're we're loving to check these out the more and more that uh we're finding the more and more it's opening up our palette for newer stuff so guys thanks for listening yet again and uh we'll see you guys next week see ya